0: Hello, everybody up there in Clicksland, and welcome to episode number 95 on the Clixing It podcast. We are having a double feature this week. David was planning on coming on the podcast yesterday, but he had something come up, so he uh, actually, we're doing this at 9 o'clock in the morning, my time, 10 o'clock him, because that was the only time that worked for him, and luckily I have off. So here's the man, the myth, the legend that did all the work for the Clicks Cup that let us get back into personal hero Clicks, David Newmark. Let's give him a round of a hand on the other end of the radio. David, great to have you again. Thanks a ton for having me on. Uh, I loved being on the first time, so I really appreciate it. Um, So you had quite a busy week last week. Um, And a couple weeks prior to that, because unfortunately, Rise and Fall did not come. So you had to kind of scramble to get some product for your convention.
1: Yeah, um, this was difficult. You know, when when I planned this a long time ago, I said, there's no way I'm going to need more than a month. Uh, to get Rise and Fall from when they originally had the release date and I underestimated Whiskids and I was wrong <laughs> so uh, you know and unfortunately and it's not due to their error it's a shipping error uh, which a lot of companies are facing so it was very difficult uh, and you know in terms of the work that was put in with you know other things adding that on top was something that really wasn't needed but I figured it out. We got everything all you know situated, so I'm, you know, I'm happy about that.
0: So I think the, the two big questions that a lot of the players at the convention are asking themselves right now is, number one, what are you going to be doing with 22 cases of rise and fall when you get it? And number two, what are you going to do with all those UPC codes from Wonder Woman from Team Sealed?
1: <laughs> uh, so for number one, <clears throat> that we're working out on the back end. Uh, I think about changing the order. Um, Otherwise, a lot of it is being used for prizing. The other stuff, you know, it is what it is. I'll have to open what I have and, you know, uh, sell some figures and things like that. Uh, The team sealed UPC codes. Once I gave out the boxes, they weren't mine. Ah. So they were thrown in the trash by, you know, players. Some of them ripped them off. Like, I think some of them took some of the codes, but most of them just threw it in the trash, especially in the heat of the moment, trying to build a team and whatnot. But, you know, people paid for the boosters, so, you know, it's not mine. So I I said, okay, here. Well, if I knew
0: that, I probably would have done some dumpster diving in some of those trash cans. But
1: You know, uh, (laughs) a couple people actually did. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Because I know WizKids just did a release a week ago saying that they're coming to a close on that buy it by the case thing. So it's not going to be a forever thing. So hopefully you got yourself some trash UPCs and you're able to get enough. Uh, So let's talk a little bit (laughs) about the convention. It started on Thursday. Again, you did a great job with everything. You got us a discount for the hotel. You got us a discount on the parking and on the resort fee. I know if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be able to come because I didn't realize how pricey that hotel wants to be. But um, I think that helped out a lot of players um, to help stay on site rather than another site. So we greatly appreciate you doing that for us and fighting for that. I know you fought tooth and nail to get those kind of discounts for the hotel. So, again, so appreciate that
1: absolutely yeah it was a balancing act uh really because you know on the hotel side you know they're in it to maximize profit and you know when they first came at me with some numbers it was not acceptable because you know i had to have this conversation with luke who was the sales manager there i said luke um you know these players are not going to pay these prices so, I could reserve anything I want, but when it comes time to, we're not going to hit the room block, you know, and I certainly don't want to be liable for the, you know, the extra room, so, you know, we have to work here. So, we got together with his boss, and, you know, we come up, we came up with a, uh, you know, an amicable number that worked, and uh, I think people really, really uh, enjoyed the venue, and, uh, you know, I think that's an important uh, piece of the puzzle, because... Most people would like to play at a place that's nice and spread out. And, you know, what we did differently is we had two players per table for, you know, 1v1, uh, which is so much nicer than having four people at one table and your stuff doesn't fit and stuff and things like that. So we were able to do that with this venue and the space we had uh, and, the you know, the tables and chairs that they had available there, too
0: and it was kind of the perfect location especially for like me and anyone else that went to any attractions out there i mean sea world was like two miles away disney world was i want to say like maybe 10 miles away um it was downtown Orlando. There's Orlando Springs right down there, so it was a nice central location for people that weren't going there just for clicks and wanted to experience Orlando. I haven't been to Florida since 1989, so it's been quite oh. like 31 <laughs> years or I forget how old I am now, but uh, like 31 years since I've been to Florida.
1: Yeah, uh that was, you know, again, you know, one of the things that I wanted to be different, um There hasn't really been a major Heroclix tournament in a um, destination location. So about half, maybe a little bit less, of people that attended also made a vacation out of it. So, you know, we can make, you know, your family happy and you happy in the same trip. So you don't have to tell your family that, hey, I'm going to go to Columbus, Ohio, Uh, for four days and (laughs) if you want to come you can go to the zoo one of the days but that's about it you can you can you know sell it as hey why don't we use the water slide at the pool let's go to disney let's go to sea world you know it's uh it's the the destination city of the country you know i mean everybody wants to do something that's located in orlando
0: yeah, the only thing I would suggest, and I know you mentioned this at the banquet, but maybe not July next year because us Wisconsinites melt when it's anything above 85 degrees. Um, I kept telling people at Magic Kingdom I've never been so happy and so miserable at the
1: same time. Yeah, yeah. so uh, preliminary plans of next year is a early to mid-March 2022 event.
0: Which I think would be great. I'm not. Sh- what, what's the weather like in Florida in March time? In Wisconsin, it's blizzards and below freezing. What's it like in yeah, Florida?
1: It's it's between seventy and eighty with sun and very very little rain or precipitation. So it is extraordinarily comfortable and there's very little humidity. It's perfect here in the summer. Here in the winter. Awesome.
0: All right. So let's talk a little bit about the, about the convention because I know you have limited time today. So. Uh, It started on Thursday, went till Sunday. What were some of the things that really went well for you at the convention?
1: Oh, um, honestly, you know, what went well uh, the most for me is just how the tournament and how the flow of things ran. Um, We had an incredibly great judging staff that was able to turn rounds around and, um, that was able to, you know, fire off the tournaments extraordinarily quickly uh, and organized. So, you know, that is what I think went very well. Also, the layout and, like I said, the flow of events. Like, things weren't overtime. Um, everything wasn't, like, a mad rush. Uh, the banquet went extremely well. It was hilarious. There was people, you know... And Stitch is laughing, Um, so I really think all of those things went well uh, over the weekend.
0: And if anyone wants to watch the banquet, I actually brought my camera, recorded it, threw it up on our YouTube page. I think David's going to throw it up on the Clicks Cup page as well. So I wanted to make sure people had a chance that couldn't either afford it or didn't work out with their schedule to show up to that banquet uh, virtually and just kind of see what was going on. Um, But yeah, it was a it was a blast. Scott and PJ are, are hilarious as always. Drunk clicks coming back was great. The trivia was fun. Um, it, the food was great. I know you had to push it back a little bit because I think initially you wanted it to start at seven, I want to say, but you had to push it back to like nine thirty because of the three hundred modern tournament going nine rounds that day.
1: Yeah, it was eight thirty actually that we um, had started to sit down and everybody you know was was um, getting gathered. I think people start eating about 9 or Um, 9.15. Next year, I want to do this a bit differently. So if it's a four-day event, I'd like to have Friday as like a break day. Not necessarily a break, but something casual or, uh, you know, something small in the morning so that you have time to prepare. Uh, You have, you know, hours off, and then we could do the banquet at a reasonable hour so, you know, also more people can make it.
0: Yeah, I think that's that's right. good to have that break in there because um, it was I know for a lot of the play we had Matty G on yesterday. You know he played um, all afternoon Thursday, all nine rounds on Friday. I think he played all day Saturday, and then I'm not tr- sure what time you guys went till Sunday. But that's four days of all day of clicks, which I'm sure we have a lot of people out there with arthritis in their wrists after rolling the dice how many times over the four
1: days. <laughs> Yeah, it was a bit much. So, you know, these are one of the things that are lessons learned. Um, and, I'm, you know, I'm trying to evolve this. I'm not happy staying stagnant and I'm not happy, you know, just saying we're going to do the same thing and not learning from our experience. Because, uh, you know, there's there's several things that players want differently next year and I think several things that could be done differently. And, I'm, you know, I'm looking to implement all of those changes. Speaking of staying
0: stagnant, I when I showed up, I was there Thursday. We we flew on Tuesday, but then I showed up Friday at I think promptly ten thirty. I even showed up Thursday to do some battle royals. I think I was the only person there for battle royals. So we didn't start <coughs> getting actual battle royal games until teams started you know going zero and 0 and three, and them dropping out. I don't think we did our first battle royal until like one one thirty. So, but it was fun watching everybody. Um, But yeah. yeah, I think I was so, the only one there for Battle Royals.
1: <laughs> yeah, we had that a couple times. Um, and then other times it was pretty busy. But we're going to do Battle Royals a little bit differently next year because of the lessons learned from that. Uh, you know, so I have a, a multitude of changes that I would like to roll out for next year that I think could be done better. So, you know, look out. For for you know all of these changes that's going to make the event run even smoother, and I think make even more people happy, which is really the goal here.
0: And after I talked to David, I think it was <clears throat> Saturday or Friday, I formally challenge you now to a battle royal championship because you made the comment that one year at Origins, I think it was, you went thirteen and one, and I pride myself I as being the battle royal. Guru champion of the Hero Clicks community because in the last eleven events with David or with uh, your event and uh, Scott Porter's, I am currently ten and one this year in battle royals, only oh. getting second place on my first game on Saturday. So I would like to formally, you know, glove slap you through the computer and challenge you <laughs> to a battle royal at some point when we get back together, maybe next year at the Clicks Cup, and actually retain that championship battle royal title.
1: Challenge accepted. Let's do it.
0: And you were saying that hopefully next year you could do something like, because um, you gave trophies to people at this one, so um, PJ Boland was tournament champion because he had the most points. Just squeaking out Matty G, but Matty G was champion for five minutes until you recalculated the points
1: and gave it to PJ. <laughs> I, yeah, um, I felt horrible. I mean, you know, that was a, a, an oversight probably due to tiredness and um You know, being completely burnt out from the weekend and it was Sunday night. No excuse, but I feel terrible. You know, I took care of Matty G in another way to make sure, you know, that he's happy. Uh, And then, you know, PJ has to come back next year to defend the title. Uh, But speaking of Battle Royals, you might have your wish because I'm thinking a possibility for the Friday event next year where we could have a break in between. Could be like a um, battle royal championship. Yep, I'm, I'm. I'll definitely sign up for
0: that one for sure because I got to retain my title. <laughs> of course, then when I got players like Lucas and Matty G and PJ and Scott Crampton and Isaac and all of them joining battle royals, my skill set might not be <laughs> too be, or, um, formidable for those guys. So you got <laughs> we'll to gang up on
1: them. I got to gang up on.
0: Or they'll that's, because that's it's usually going to be royals. you know. When you do Battle Royals like that, it'll probably be three Phoenix members versus someone else, and they'll just all gang up in the corner on that guy and then eat each other up. So who knows? Um, yeah,
1: yeah, it should be interesting.
0: Yeah, but no, the, the Battle Royals were great. Um, I was glad of all the surprise support you got. We did Fantastic Four, we did House of X, and we did Future Foundation. You did say for the Battle Royals that everyone got to play on their lower dial just because you didn't want any beat sticks out there to just run through teams. Which, um, on my second game on Friday, I did pull Juggernaut, and even at his lower points, he just
1: ran through teams. He is ridiculously good. Shout out to Tyler for that piece. Uh, That is one of my favorite pieces of all time, and the sculpt is 10 out of 10. Yeah.
0: Um. All right. Getting back to the convention, what were some of the maybe hiccups that happened that you have to improve for next year, or maybe something didn't go quite the way you wanted to? Were there were there a lot of those? A few of those? What were they?
1: I mean, there's you know, I'm always looking for the hiccups. Uh, I I enjoy you know the things that went well, but I'm mostly concerned about what we could do differently. Um, I want to have clearer um, announcements before beforehand about, you know, hard cutoff times and things like that. Uh, Number two, uh, we're going to have a website where registration is much easier. There's no bouncing back and forth via email. You purchase your registration online. I will have all that data as soon as it comes through. Um, In addition to that, once you've done that, you'll be signed up for, you know, the email newsletter of exactly you know, all of the announcement emails that you need. So they will come through that way and they will be cross posted on social media. Um, additionally, after that, the number one thing for me to change, you know, in the tournament itself is, um, the grand champion. We're going to change the way you earn clicks, Cup points. Um, uh, I enjoy the fact that, um, you know, some people went like 23 and one for the weekend or 23 and two. So I'd like it to change to probably overall wins and overall points where they're weighted differently. Um, but you know, I'm still looking at different options, but I think, you know, saying the winner of the whole weekend could be the person who has the best record, not just, you know, whoever scored first in this event and second in this event. Um, you know, because we did have Maddie G and a few others, um, Joe Alves, who's an incredible player, who literally lost like two or three games the entire weekend and played like 25. So, you know, I'm looking at that uh, to change. And then, like I said, the way battle royales are run, um, I'm going to come up with a new system for that. Uh, And one other thing that, you know, we're looking at, which, uh, you know, I, I lightly explained to a few people, you know, because I like to be transparent. Is that it may be at the same venue, it may not. We might even be able to get a better deal on rooms at a different venue. That's still very nice, so we're looking into that now. Uh, I don't want to say anything until anything is finalized, but I don't like keeping people in the dark.
0: Um, it'd be kind of cool if you could do if you could work it out somewhere for maybe if you had, could have the banquet after the whole tournament because then you can maybe do like an award ceremony like the Olympics or something like that and have the pedestals and like so first place in modern is yada yada second yeah. place is yada yada um so something like that but I I think a lot of that if you had it towards the end so many people are burned out they just want to get home so I think having it yeah. a Friday just having some entertainment and stuff like that uh is the way
1: to do I would it. love it yeah I would love it at the end and I thought about that too and I said wow an awards dinner would be so cool but nope, not many people are going to stick around for that. you know. Uh, on Sunday, we actually did have over 60 players in, in silver, which I couldn't believe. I thought it was going to be about 30 because everybody had left. But we had over 60 players. The only problem is a lot of people were leaving as soon as the tournament was over. So you know, I don't want to alienate half of the crowd, um, but I did want to do something like that.
0: Yeah, I think um, from what I looked at the numbers, you had 62 people for casual. You had 70-something for uh, uh, modern. Um, yeah, I don't, 74. 74. I'm not sure the numbers for team sealed. I think there were 30 teams, something like that, 20 teams?
1: No, uh, 22 teams. 22 teams, so that would be 63. Or 23, I'm sorry, 23 teams. There's 69 people for team sealed.
0: And then how many did you say? You had 60 for Silver Age. So you had great I numbers. I think 61, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, how many total registrations did you have for this? Do you remember?
1: So I had a lot of, like, one days um, that I was able to give to, like, locals. So I believe in Hero quicks we had a total of 86 individual unique guests. Uh, and then, you know, we had a small pop-up Pokemon tournament in the back, which I guess uh some some big time players were at which i didn't even know uh that had like 30 people so i guess total in the hall was like 115
0: and i think the most important thing we have to take away from this entire clicks cup event is that we had our very first ever major tournament mission points victory
1: yes brandon uh he's a good friend of mine his team is awesome uh, he's a great player and I couldn't be more thrilled when I saw that. It was it was very, very cool.
0: And not to take away, Calder Ness also did achieve that on the same day, but Brandon did yes. do
1: it first. Also a great player. Yep.
0: Yep. Um, and then lastly let's talk about the future of the Clicks Cup. You did mention at the banquet that you want this to be a yearly event. You're hoping for the actual entry fee into this to be free eventually and just pay for the events you want to go to um you want to move yeah. it to march because you want to have it be a little bit cooler in florida you're actually going to change the name of it because you want other games besides HeroClix to be in this because you want this to be an actual convention not just for HeroClix.
1: yeah so i'm looking to evolve this into a convention that offers something different uh than what's there um the, the main thing that we want differently, you know, and I'm pairing with Chris from House Rules Gaming, is that we want the events to be run at the same level of quality across the board. So if you go to a convention now, it could all be run by different people who have different, you know, uh, uh, there could be, you know, different quality measures taken. We want everything to be run the same way. So, yeah, we'd like Entry to be completely free. Um... However, there might be an exception if you have, like, a late registration or something like that. And we want to um, have you sign up only for the events you want to play in. Uh, You know, one of the things was people paid for an entire weekend, maybe only went to one or two of the events. Uh, I want people to be able to say, I'm going to go to this event and this event, but I'm going to skip this. Because I think that should be their right. Unfortunately, you know, with it being the first time this year... You know, those were learning curves again, like we had said, but next year, you know, I want it to be, you know, free to enter, pay for the events that you choose.
0: Yeah. Well, um, I'm going to let you go because I know you are a busy man. If you can't hear the background, he's actually in his car on his way to somewhere. That's how busy this guy is. is He took time out of his (laughs) drive time to come on the podcast. (laughs) But, uh, David, I can't tell you how much the the Clicks community appreciates you actually getting us back into Clicks. As as Scott Crampton said, welcome to in person fucking Clicks. That's my one swear word for this PG podcast. But um, I couldn't agree with Scott more that we have been missing this for a year and a half. And we hope WizKids can take note that. You know, th- we love this game so much that we are keeping it alive for you, WizKids. And you've got people like David who put yeah. on actual conventions for your game only. We need your help also, WizKids. I know you listen to this podcast. Yeah, right. But um, we we need your help to keep this game alive because we can only do so much. Um, we're hoping to get back to Origins. We're hoping to get back to Worlds. Um, David can't Absolutely. do it all, even though he is—he is the man, the myth, the legend. Uh, he's doing his part. We're doing our no. part, but we need help from WizKids kids as well. But we can't thank you enough, David, for putting this together. I had a blast, even though I think I lost about thirty pounds in water weight <laughs> from all the sweating I did, along with everybody no, else. No, no, no.
1: <laughs> thank you to the community. Seriously, it's—it's it's the community. It's not me. And thanks to the event staff and the judging staff, we had some unbelievable. Um, judges who just knocked it out of the park. And could not have done it without them. And a thank, huge thanks to Chris at House Rules Gaming, who also helped put on the event, was the vendor there. Um, I'm the last person you should be thanking. There's all these people that made this happen and the community really made it happen. So, uh, Real quick, give a shout out to the judges because Maddie G mentioned them
0: yesterday, but I, I'm horrible at names. So give a shout out to the judges that helped you out.
1: Joe, Gil, and um, Chad, Joe is the head judge. Uh, just organized such a good system. And, uh, you know, I, I left it up to him. I was saying, you know, you, you do your thing. And, uh, you know, you be in control of this. And and that's the way you have to do it. And, I mean, he just knocked it out of the park. And, you know, Chris also knocked it out of the park as the vendor. Uh, you know, was also able to give me some deals, uh, you know, for, for product and stuff. So, I appreciate every uh, last one of you that supported the event in any kind of way.
0: Uh, and then, like I said before, I did film a few of the games. I did film the championship game between Tyler Spies and Matty G. I did uh, record the banquet. If you want to watch any of those, head to our YouTube page. Um, I'm hoping to do it uh, next time at the Clicks Cup in March or whenever you have it. I know it's just a lot of work for me just because I want to play, but then I also want to give everybody content, so I try to balance um, both evils in between. Yeah. And then it's also, you know, like the carry on from the airplane and some, all my equipment that I got to keep track of. And, you know, how airlines like to handle your bags and stuff like that. So um, I, I want to give you guys a contact. Uh, Just in case any of you guys wanted to go but couldn't go. But, David, again, I want to thank you so much for everything you did for the community. Thanks for being first again on the podcast to talk about the uh, convention. I know you're probably getting hassled by Scott to come back on there and Calder and everybody else that has a podcast out there in podcast land. But uh, thanks for being my first again. Um, again, I can't appreciate you enough for what you did for us because it was great seeing everybody. I was telling Maddie G and everybody yesterday, I feel like I've known everybody digitally for the past year and a half. And it was kind of weird seeing everyone's actual face for the first time this past week. Like, I've talked to you a bunch. I've talked to PJ. I've talked to Lucas. I've talked to Calder. All these guys. I met Kane for the first time, who's been on our podcast for a year now as a host. Um, yeah, and it's all thanks to you that we were able to get together and
1: actually play some physical clicks. No, thank all of you. Seriously, thank you all. I, I genuinely appreciate each and every one of you. All right, well, we're gonna let David go.
0: So, thank you guys for hanging out with us for this special double feature this week on the Clicking Up Podcast. Make
1: sure you guys are staying safe out there, and as always, keep clicking it.